podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another Captaincy video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. My name is Joe and joining me is Fantasy Football Scout's Tom Freeman to discuss the best armband candidates for double game week 28. Every week seems to be a double game week at the moment. Um, do we captain a player with two fixtures or go for a single game week option? Tom, welcome. How are you? Hi, oh, hello. Hello, Hi. can you hear me now, Tom? Can oh, you hear me back. now, Tom? You're back, yeah. Great. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think so. Great stuff. Um, cut, uh, cut out then. A nice uh, smooth start. I cut out for quite a while. <laughs> a really smooth start there. Um, apologies, everyone. The first five minutes of this was me saying, Tom, can you hear me? Tom, can you hear me? And he couldn't hear me. Now he can hear me. Um, welcome, everyone, in the live chat. And welcome, Tom. Tom, how are you? Yeah, good thanks, Joe. Sorry about that. No idea what happened. It completely cut out and then you appeared and it's it's all good now. Oh. So fingers crossed it will be a bit smoother. Right. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. All good here. Thank you. Um, welcome those that have stayed with us in the chat um, after that uh, excellent uh, couple of minutes. Um, uh, Niraj, uh, Leskip, uh, Asan, Wayne, FPL, Cronk, Agent AA, Joshua, um, Karam, and many, many more. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, and Alex has just joined us as well. And Luke, oh, you're all joining us now. Uh, do remember to press that like button. Um, there's the like klaxon there. So do press that like button. Um, before we look at the key candidates for double game week 28, Tom, I understand you've got a few words to say about a fan team. Yep. So the, the monster is back um, on Saturday and there is also going to be an exclusive fantasy football scale free roll. Um, we're still waiting on the code for that. I think it's going to arrive later in the week. So uh, if you're into your fan team games, then uh, keep an eye out for that. Okie doke. Um, let's have a look at the fixtures then. See who we've got here. So this, what we can see, what we've got here is, uh, and for the benefit of those listening to the podcast too, simply the fixtures, and they show. We've also got the teams which have the best fixtures, and they are coincidentally the ones with two fixtures. So that's why they've got um, uh, considered the best fixtures because they're playing twice. So you've got two two chances there. It just so happens they've actually got quite good fixtures anyway. Um, so we can see here that um, single game weekers, um, Salah uh, with Liverpool. Um, uh, he's got West Ham at home, so it could be an option there. Man City are against Manchester United. That could be um, a hard-to-call encounter. Meanwhile, the likes of Wolves, Villa, Newcastle, Southampton, Leeds and Watford all enjoy two fixtures there. So we've already got a bit of a divide there. Single game week, captain, or a double game week. Uh, so we'll try and have a look at the best options there. Um, yeah, um, Tom, I mean, looking at those fixtures there... I mean, it's looking good for for your lot, Villa, um, uh, Wolves as well. Good fixtures, but um, you know, are they necessarily, you know, going to have the best candidates there for the captaincy? Well, uh, I think we we should probably kind of begin by by saying that we might get Chelsea added to this as well. Um, if either Chelsea or Norwich progress in the FA Cup fifth round um they will be added in and, and for Chelsea you know that's a pretty appealing double with a match at Burnley mm. um and then Norwich as well so um the schedule could change a yes. little bit but out, out, out of the teams that we, we we've got here it's a bit of a mixed bunch no nobody's jumping out too much for yeah. me I mean we're not we're naturally going to look at those players who play twice I mean from Wolves 
we've got a Jimenez, yeah. which we can we can delve into a little bit. At Villa, um, we're probably looking at somebody like Coutinho. Mm-hmm. And at Southampton as well, um, you know, we're probably going to say Che Adams over somebody like Broher at the mm-hmm. moment. And then we've got this new manager bounce, which we might see at Leeds with um, with Rafinha um, coming into the discussion a little bit. So it's quite an interesting week this week, and it, it's, it's actually really, really open. I think mm, definitely. Well, I mean, you're I mean, you're a Villa fan. Um, they've mm. they've they sort of tweaked their formation. So I'm did. I've got Ollie Watkins. Now I'm not going to captain Ollie mm. Watkins, but I was pleased to see him back. I was pleased to see yeah. him scoring. Um, up front, they seem to be two two up front with Ings and Watkins. Um, um, what 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 do you think that means for the captaincy candidates there? And, and and will they will they carry on with that that sort of formation tweak? Yeah, well, well, I think so because we had been in really poor form mm. running up to that game at Brighton. Um, we had drawn three three with Leeds and and thrown away a lead there, and then we had. We had lost him back to get back games without scoring against um, Newcastle and then Watford. So I think Gerard's idea was to try and get his two number nines, his two goal scorers on the pitch at the same time. And we, we've tried that before um, with Watkins moving out to the flank a little bit and then cutting in. But it was more of a, a strike duo on Saturday, um, moving into more of like a diamond kind of 4 3 one, two shape. Um, it was more organised, it was compact, there wasn't as many gaps between the lines. Um, if anything, it was kind of like a back-to-basics approach, I suppose, and it worked. Um, but for Coutinho, it does have a impl- implications. Before, he was lining up behind one striker with Buendia, whereas now there's the two forwards ahead of him. Um, there has been some talk of about him going too deep. But, but the thing is, with this system, is that there, there is three central midfielders behind him. And I think what Coutinho is going to be asked to do in, or, or, or given licence to do in this system is to have a bit of a free role and to kind of move around the pitch a bit more freely, a bit like Fernandes maybe has done recently mm-hmm. at Man United to go and impact the game. Mm-hmm. Um, his stats on Saturday, I think he had a couple of shots from range. Mm-hmm. He was getting into the box a little bit, but arriving later. Mm-hmm. Um I think he's going to do okay. I don't think he's. I don't think he's in the captaincy conversation for me. Um, just because Villa, prior to Saturday, had, had really been struggling, and yeah, it's a good win at Brighton. But I think this system. Mm-hmm. It, I think. I think Gerard might opt for a bit of a defensive a, a pro- approach first, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Southampton are really in form, playing yeah. very well. They do. They do concede away, mm-hmm. but they're, they're doing very well. And, and Leeds are a bit of an unknown, aren't they? With Jesse yes. Marsh going in there mm. now. Had we had this chat a week ago, we probably would have been saying this is a great game for Villa. We just don't know at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, although Calvin Phillips is still out and he kind of feels key to that kind of Leeds team defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of looking elsewhere. I'm happy to own Coutinho this week, but I, but I don't think I'm quite there with the captaincy no. yet. No, I mean, so the fixtures are Wolves um, considered the best. Two home games against Crystal Palace and Watford. Um, yeah. That could be could be good for their defence if we think they can keep mm-hmm. a clean sheet. Um, Villa have got Southampton Leeds. You just just spoken about there. Newcastle, Brighton, and Southampton. Um, Southampton themselves have Villa and Newcastle. Leeds, Leicester, Villa, and Watford have Arsenal, Wolves. But we did just see them keep a clean sheet against Manchester United. Uh, there was a lot of chances there, particularly for Fernandez. Mm-hmm. 
Um, So they were perhaps fortunate there. Um, Meanwhile, Brentford, Arsenal, um, Chelsea and Norwich um, have the best of the amongst the single game week um, fixtures. But um, as you said, Chelsea could be. I haven't put Chelsea here on the list of having two fixtures. We don't know yet. But it's yeah, very, sure. very, very likely. It's something like 99% likely that Chelsea can have a double game week. And we'll talk about particularly their defenders as captaincy options in a bit. But um, I've, got a, I've got a table here of um, expected goal involvement, um, last four matches, um, and it's only the double players. So I've only put the double players in here. So I'm comparing them. So if you, if you, if you really want to captain a double game week player, and I haven't added Chelsea in yet, because there aren't actually any Chelsea players in this list, I don't think, um, so far, because um, they haven't hit the threshold. <laughs> so um, I think Pulisic may have just crept in, but I don't think so. Uh, I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, double game week, expected goal involvement. This shows that if you're going to captain, according to these stats, um, Shea Adams would be the double game week captaincy of choice expected goal involvement getting on for three he has indeed scored three goals in his last four then you're looking at Fraser at Newcastle 5.3 what an enabler he's expected to be involved in a couple of goals he's in fact scored a goal as well uh, Elanusi is there as well I'm not suspect I can't imagine many people are captain them Dennis is there I cannot imagine any engaged manager going there because of what happened last time and then you've got the likes of Ward Prowse just behind uh, in terms of expected goal involvement, just under two goals. Uh, Armstrong, uh, Stuart Armstrong, uh, rather than um, the other Armstrong, and, and Broya are there. So, Southampton absolutely dominating this list. Um, and it's Che Adams. So, yeah, um, I think if I got Che Adams in, I'd captain him this week. Um, what do you think? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, Saints, um, I watched them against Norwich um, on Friday and... Uh, they're just playing very, very well mm. at the moment. Um, Addy Adams was the livelier of the two forwards. Mm-hmm. I thought Brozier was poor. Um, and I think people kind of think of Che Adams as a bit of a streaky player, mm-hmm. um, which I think he is. I think uh, I think there's, there's some weight in that. But I had a look earlier, and I think he's got seven goals and mm. three assists from 19 appearances this season, which is a, a really good return yeah. for, for, for his kind of, what is he, 6.9, I think yes. now. Um I don't think these games are straightforward. I mean, we spoke about Villa and their their kind of shape then being a bit more, you know, I think they'll be trickier to, to break mm-hmm. down, more difficult to break down. And, and Newcastle have improved a lot recently as well. I think mm-hmm. they've, they've won five of their last six games. They've conceded only four in their last seven. So may, this, this might be more difficult than what we first think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not kind of considering a Southampton player. I mean, I own Brozier, so I'm not in a position where I own Adams. But even if I did, I, I do think there are probably better options Ooh. this week. But but the stats are telling a different story, I suppose. There and, and Adams has been heavily involved. So who who would you think would be a better option in, than um, looking at say Che Adams? And I must admit, I don't have a get a free hit left. So in game week thirty, if Southampton yeah. aren't playing in game week thirty, I probably won't go there. I will look elsewhere. So yeah, yes. it is pertinent. To so me some then. so so somebody like Jimenez who has that fixture. Mm-hmm. 
in 30 is probably a bit more appealing if if, um, if Southampton aren't going to take part in that round. Mm. Um, I mean, the thing is with, with Jimenez is I, I actually like Jimenez as a forward and as an option. Okay. The, the problem is that, that Wolves don't score many goals. No. Um, and that is obviously an issue. I mean, Jimenez was rota- ro- rotated at the weekend. Mm. And I, w- I want to say rotate. I don't think he was dropped. I mean, they had played Arsenal on the Thursday night and then had West Ham on the Sunday game. And I think it was just large, large kind of managing his mm. squad rather than dropping for Jimenez anything that he'd done. I think the good thing for Jimenez as well is that I think Wolves only had one shot on target on Sunday. Yeah. Um, they uh, Fabio Silva, in, in his absence, mm. didn't cover himself in too much glory. So you'd expect him to come straight back in. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimenez is on penalties. Um but I think with Wolves, we probably have more confidence in them defensively, don't yeah. we, um, than, than, than going forward. Uh, you can't see them blowing teams away. Um, it feels like Jimenez is a good squad option because I think he'll tick mm. over. He got the assist against Leicester. Mm. Whether or not he, he's one of the very best captains, I'm not quite sure mm. again. Um, but this, this is kind of summing up the all of the teams involved at the doubles, discounting Chelsea, that there's... There's pros, but there's quite a few cons to it as well, I suppose. So um, we'll talk about Chelsea in a sec, but aside Mm. from Chelsea, are are there any other double game week players that you would consider captain if if people didn't go for, say, Adam? I'd consider Rafinha. Okay, so we think... Yeah, I'd consider Rafinha. New manager bounce and all that? Well, this is it. It's, it's a big gamble on it, isn't there? But um, so Jesse Marsh has come come in, um, a bit of an unknown. He's worked um, he's worked under Ralph Ranchnik before. Um, Favors a direct kind of game, lots of pressing. Won't have had much time to implement his ideas, but um, yeah, I think that Rafinha hasn't looked great over the past few mm. weeks. Obviously, was benched and then hauled off at half time as well, but. He's on set pieces and one of those fixtures is against Leicester. We know from discussing Veghorst last week that that can be a real positive for a player Mm. if they're on set pieces against Leicester. He'll probably be on penalties too with Bamford out. Mm. So um, if you want to kind of tap into that new manager bounce and think that, that, that Leeds can improve... Then, then that's probably where I'd be looking. I mean, I, I've got the captain Sion Rafinha at the okay. moment, and I'm by no means certain that I'm going in that direction. Mm-hmm. But when I set my bus team, that was kind of initially where I looked. But um, obviously, Chelsea are having a say on that come deadline on Saturday. Um, okay. Well, well, let's have a look at expected goal involvement, all players. So I haven't, I've only stripped out, um, you know, long term injury, long term uh, absentees from this list. Uh, and surprise, surprise, uh, Mo Salah is top uh, with getting on for nearly five goals uh, expected to be involved in. He's in fact scored three. That's a, that's a sizable amount more than any of the double game week um, assets. Um, currently, because I only I have quite a, quite a limited supply of double game week players. Um, currently, Salah is my bus captain. So if the worst happens involving me in a bus. In the next few days, I will go into this map game week with Salah as my captain, and I can rest easy in my hospital bed over that. I think um, you got Foden and Fernandez just behind, expected to be involved in well over three goals, going on for four. Foden's case, um, but they play each other, and that's quite a tricky one to get because yeah. it's a derby. Um, Kane against 
Everton. Is it Everton? Yeah, it is Everton, isn't it? That, it uh, is, yeah, Everton at home. Um, yeah. Could could it, like he is proving to be this week, perhaps, could be the shrewdest captaincy punt of them all. Um, so, yeah, looking at those ones, and, and the only player that we've mentioned so far, the double game week, is that's in this list, one, two, three, the top ten um, uh, expected goal involvement stars in recent weeks, is Adams. And Adams is there. So he's, he's ahead of Ronaldo, ahead of Lacazette, ahead of Sancho, just behind Mane. That's where he is in the list. So that's another tick there for Adams. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, would you consider a single game week captain? And if you did, who would it be? I would imagine Salah. Yeah, I think I think Salah. I mean, we, we've got to talk about him, haven't we? I think that um, West Ham isn't the easiest match on paper, but um, they do they have conceded a couple um, in a recent away games. I think against Palace um, and maybe one other team as well. Was but Salah's got a good record against West Ham, mm. um, and so yeah, we, we can't overlook him, can we? Can we? I mean, there's. There's Kane appearing on that list as well. They take on um, mm. Everton at home and the Son. Everton, which Everton will turn up, they've been poor away from home under Lampard, but they've, they've got some, you know, they looked okay against City mm. um, at the weekend. Um, and then you've got Leicester as well against Leeds. Again, had we been a week ago, again, we probably would have been starting to talk about Vardy and Madison. Mm people like that Vardy coming back from injury of course but now it feels like a difficult one to call that maybe um, so I think Salah is the one who jumps out and um, I certainly haven't completely written off captaining a single game week player just because we know what he's capable of you can see that you know his head and shoulders above any other asset yeah. it's just whether you think that um, by tapping into somebody who's got a couple of fixtures you can gain a bit of a bit of an advantage it doesn't always work like that you know same with Watford we, we, we need for those who captain Veghorst tonight that we need something tonight mm. um from him so it doesn't always work out like that way and if you're going to look for a single game with players it's obviously Salah that you're going to go for I think yeah yeah definitely um I don't know I might I might just go with Salah I might just I might, I might just stay with that um let's have a look at the defenses um, the worst defences. So Norwich still the worst. Um, so in terms of them, so they could be facing Chelsea um, and also uh, they've got Brentford. Um, so um, then Leeds, Leeds defence still very poor. Uh, um, second only to Norwich in terms of expected goals conceded. And they've, been, they've goals conceded 17, which is what Norwich have conceded 10 in the last four. Leeds 17. And then you got a then you're sort of looking at Leicester, Bright and Brighton who've conceded seven. So you can see the big difference there. That's I mean that's why Bielsa, who's a you know a hero for the club, has gone because um, I mean they're in just free fall statistical eye test whatever, <laughs> just free fall. Um, then then Tottenham's defence looking shaky. Uh, then Everton. So Tottenham Everton could be some goals there. Um, then Wolves and Watford, um, but much further down the list in terms of expected goals conceded. You've got the likes of Liverpool, um, you've got uh, Newcastle, Arsenal, uh, and Chelsea. Um, so they've only conceded a couple of goals. Bearing in mind, Leeds have conceded seventeen, Chelsea have conceded two. So this this poses the question less about who our candidates are facing, but more. Would could the shrewdest pick be to captain a Chelsea defender if they have a double? Because we could be you could be looking at twelve points, irrespective of bonus or an attack and return. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's appealing, isn't it? I mean, the situation we're in with Chelsea is if either they or Norwich progress in the FA Cup round um, tomorrow um, in the fifth round, they, they get a double. Um, Norwich go to uh, Liverpool, so I don't think there's much chance of them. So I think a double game week looks really likely here. And... Um, I think immediately that they are going to be the team to target for the captaincy, mm. but it but it isn't straightforward who you're going to pick. Um, we've obviously got Rudiger, who feels like mm. probably the safest option in terms of getting starts. Um, what's his ceiling? You know, you, you mentioned twelve points there. Well, yeah, it probably is that. I mean, he does carry a, a bit of goal threat. Mm. I mean, he's got two goals, three assists. This season, um, I think only Cancelo and Trent Alexander-Arnold have taken more shots than him amongst defenders this season, albeit quite a few of those are from range. But he's the most secure in minutes. Um, and I think it's I think it's reasonably appealing um, if, they, if they do get that double. I mean, there's obviously more kind of high-impact players, the wing-backs notably, who you could look at. The, you know, you've got Reese James who returned from injury on Sunday. Mm. Really interesting. Is he going to play both games? Um, given that he's just coming back, well, I think the first game is, would be on a Saturday. The second one would be on a Thursday. So there's actually a bit of rest time in between there. As Billy Cueta came up um, off with a knock uh, at the weekend, so that needs to be monitored. There is other options you can play there. They've played Hudson or Doyle at right back, uh, right wing back. They've played Pulisic there, I think, on occasion. So it feels risky, but you you do have with James, you know that um, that kind of explosiveness, which maybe you don't get as much with Rudiger. Um, yeah. Would you consider any of the defenders? Do you think Joe or mm, mate? Um, for my own particular team. It would involve hits to get um, a Chelsea defender in, and I don't have a free hit in game week thirty, so I'm reluctant to get more players mm. in. So for me, yeah. yes, Chelsea play three times in the next four weeks, but I would be looking yeah. at getting a player that plays four times. Um, but yeah. yeah, and also it really would be the one I'd get. Um, that would be um, a bit boring, really. I mean, you would hope. I mean, he could get a goal over two games. Yes. Yeah. And then it would yeah. all be worthwhile because he would get a goal, he would get bonus. You would expect him to get at least one clean sheet, probably two. Um, mm. Rhys James feels to me like he might get a game. Mm. And he could do really well from that game. But I don't think he'll play. I don't think he'll start twice. He could do. Um, he's just come back from a massive injury. Um, and they've got strength in depth, Chelsea. They've got rather good, you know. Um, Alonso as well. I'm not even sure he'll play twice. Um, because there's options yeah. there. Um, so yeah, that's the thing. That, that's the thing with Alonso. He's obviously, you know, when he's on the pitch, he carries a massive threat, mm. um, attacking threat. He's the kind of player, exciting pick you'd want on a from a captain in mm. a double game week. But the issue is, if they move to a back four, which has happened mm. recently. He's been the one to make way and Sars come in at left yeah. back. And and that is a bit of a worry. Mm. Um, if he weren't to play in the FA Cup, would that boost his chances a little bit? I don't know. It's easier opposition, isn't it, that yeah. they're playing. So they, they might be able to go with him. But I don't know. Again, this feels, this feels risky because I don't think that we can guarantee that he starts those two games. So... 
then do we start looking further forward um, mm. at Chelsea? Well, again, there's there's issues that come with that, isn't there? Because yeah. you've got Havert, Havertz has been playing as a false nine and Chelsea, I think, have looked much better mm. with him playing that role. He can play attacking midfield too. Um, if Ziyech is out, then um, that, that kind of helps him a little bit. But still, again, there's loads of options for mm. those attacking midfield spots. And you've got to think that Lukaku's going to get one of those games as well. It feels like these are the kind of fixtures where Tuchel can put him, put him back at centre forward and try and get a bit of confidence going in him. Um, perfect yeah. fixtures for that away at Norwich, for instance. So yeah, Havertz has looked really good, but as a captain as well, that carries risk. And Mount, you know, coming back from injury... He was subbed off as they were chasing the game at the uh, at Wembley um, at the weekend. So uh, yeah, again, it's it's a difficult difficult week. I, I'm immediately looking at Chelsea, mm. um, but but again, it's not like a Liverpool double game week where you know Salah just instantly yeah. comes into the equation. This is a tricky one. It's a really tricky week for captaincy in general. I think I so, I, I see Chelsea in FPL terms more as a team to target the defenders in general for all of the reasons mm. you just mentioned there, mainly around rotation. Um, mm. You know, if I thought Lukaku or Pulisic would, would start every week or Mount, then yeah, I'd be interested. Yeah. But I think of them mm. that, and also, um, especially in a double game week, I would like to cheer an attacking player. I'd like to, it's always fun, more fun cheering goals and assists rather than um, clean sheets. Um, it's always a bit of a nervous wait. So for me, um, probably probably not for me, but I can understand mm. other people. And also, I think for some people who maybe haven't had good captaincy returns, maybe they missed out on that Salah triple captaincy. Um, they might just might just think, well, I just want to get some kind of return. And if you're Captain Rudiger, I would be absolutely gobsmacked if you don't get at least a clean sheet or some kind of return from that. So I think I think you're looking at points, maybe not lots of points, but but yeah. something. Um, but yeah, not not quite for me. Um, speaking of attacking teams, I've got another table here. Uh, attacking teams last four uh, surprise surprise Liverpool and Manchester City are uh, in terms of expected goals um, and in terms of actual real life goals um, the best teams there um, uh, Liverpool expected to be involved expected to have scored uh, getting off 12 goals they have scored 12 goals Manchester City expected to be involved in uh, expected to have scored over 10 goals uh, they've in fact scored nine, um, and then you've got Manchester United. So this is why who's like me? You've got Fernandez and Ronaldo. Um, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, but they're they're still yeah. there as attacking returns. But their their fixtures do turn. So, and in a double game week like this, I'm not sure people would look to them to captain. No. But then intriguingly, Southampton. So another tick for the likes of Che Adams. Southampton over. The last four matches in terms of expected goals are the fourth best team in the Premier League at the moment behind Liverpool, City and Manchester United and Arsenal are just behind them. So that to me says a Southampton attacker, uh, Che Adams, Broyer even, Ward-Prowse. So you were talking about Rudiger, what's his ceiling, what's his floor and and um, I think I'd prefer Ward-Prowse. Because he's just involved. He's just involved, and they're the fourth best attacking team at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, I, I kind of said earlier, I didn't think the game was going to be that easy. But when we're looking at this, that they are the the informed double game week side, aren't yeah. they? Um, and Che Adams feels more secure than maybe he did a few weeks ago. Mm. Now, 
Um, maybe I'm discounting them too quickly, but um, my feeling was to kind of edge towards Rafinha and a double game week player in Salah if you want to mm. go for a single. Wait and see what happens with Chelsea with that as well. But um, I can certainly see the reasons behind people looking like yourself at Southampton. Mm. So. Yeah, definitely. I think um, Adams and all those other players we mentioned, particularly Ward-Prowse, could be, could be good assets, and um, I would I would definitely like to own one. Um, um, but definitely in the captaincy conversation, very very strong there. Um, mm-hmm. Salah for me would be a vice captain, and I I am not convinced at all by Leeds, Villa, or Wolves players, any yeah. of them, to be a captain. I'm I'm just not. I don't think their fixtures are that good. I don't think their form is that good. Villa well, yeah, could that, be. That, that's understandable. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, I've got Ollie Watkins, but I'm not going to give him the armband. Um, no. But um, so yeah, even as, so, you're going to be a Villa fan with a double game week with Villa, and you're not going to captain a Villa player. No, no. But I didn't know Martinez all of last season either. Ah. So maybe I'm oh, right, not okay. the best person to ask for Villa. <laughs> maybe I'm too close to them. But yeah. um, no, I mean I own Coutinho. Um, I'll, I'll happily play him this week. Mm. I'm not looking at him for captaincy. Okay. Um, but yeah, more, more than happy to own. So. Okay. Um, some tough decisions ahead. Um, we're being a bit mm. tentative about not only the teams that are doubling regarding Chelsea, but also the assets to get in. A lot's going to depend on. On, on chip strategy what you're going for what you can get in for example with me in game week 30 um, and you and so there's a lot of decisions to be made depending on who you get in but, but hopefully we've given some people food for thought for what happens in the FA Cup which may help their decisions and we've given some hopefully some good um, stats behind uh, the top candidates to consider so far um, for um, for this uh yet another double game week but in the meantime uh, Tom um, good luck with your decision not to captain a Villa player um, good luck with my decision to I'm not sure what yet but captain a Southampton player maybe um, and good luck everyone who is uh, watching and who is listening on the podcast version thanks a lot for your time see you soon